Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Region 1 Sports Report on 99.5 The Fan with Brian York and Chris the Guy. Presented by the Orthopedic Institute. From the Region 1 Sports Studios, this is your Monday. Edition of the Region 1 Sports Report. I'm Brian York. That's Chris the Guy. It's, it's like it's a ugly. super rainy outside. Ugly. It's not even like rainy. It's just like it's monsoon rainy outside. Right. And it hasn't rained like this, and I can't remember how long. It's a thunderstorm in January. Right. How, how long has it been since we've had an all-day heavy rain event? I don't know. This is it, it was one of those days that started off with you wake up, and you're like, that can't be the right time. Mm-hmm. It's dark, and it's rainy right. outside. I want to stay and in bed. I don't want to get out of bed, yeah. Uh and then you get up and like I don't know about your your house. My house is surrounded by wa- standing water, like it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And my house, my yard doesn't flood, and right. there's water everywhere. Yeah. My driveway is completely washed out, completely. Like there's like eight sections that are just like a rolling river across the driveway. No, so that's um, hydroplane like eight times on the way here, like hit spots that I didn't think were water. Water over the road in a couple of spots. It's just that kind of day. Mm-hmm. But it's thundering in January, and we have a chance of snow on Wednesday. And that is, I'm still That's not convinced. That's what amazes me. Yeah, it is thundering in January, and they are saying right now, seventy percent, seventy percent chance of snow. It's been a while since we've had a. And it, what one and inch? It's, it's are gonna they be talking? cold. Yeah, it's gonna be cold. It's gonna be thirty six, a low of twenty five. Yeah. So I believe it. I don't know if we're gonna have like a lot of accumulation. Something though, because there's gonna be so much. This is gonna be so wet for days. Right. What's the snow really gonna stick to? Mm-hmm. Unless it just freezes over. Well, that's what I was gonna say. It could do that. Oh, that's the worst, too. If you do get a good snow, but right underneath it is like pure ice and water. That is the worst. That is because it makes everything nasty and mm-hmm. wet. Getting snow cream will be really difficult. It's Come all on. about snow cream for you. It is. It really is. Um, but there you go. What a way to start the week. What a weekend we had. A crazy weekend. We have such a jam-packed show of things that we need to talk about. Now, that does not mean we're going to get knee-deep on everything. Mm-hmm. We have tomorrow to, to keep diving into stuff. We have, as the week goes on, we can always revisit these topics, and will. We usually do. Um, we are so jam-packed today that I wrote down everything and kept thinking, I know I'm missing something. Crosstown. Right. So that didn't even and make that my went list. exactly that went, how you, uh, you thought it would. I predicted it to go exactly the way it right. did. You would think I'd be bragging about that today. I forgot. And it's not because I forgot because it's not Something that deserves its moment, it does. We're going to get into it in a little bit. Uh, that's just how busy the weekend was. You start p- paying attention to everything mm-hmm. and kind of lose sight of some things. So we'll talk about Crosstown later on in the show. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Graves Girls. Mm-hmm. I think they're, they they deserve a ton of, of credit for a lot of cool things that are happening with that program. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about McCracken. Got a big win, doubleheader win against Mayfield. And I think for both programs, yeah. very good wins. Uh, and we're going to talk about Graves boys, yeah, because they got the transfer and it transfers, and we're starting to see a little bit of what they may be. I don't think we're seeing what they are yet, right? Because you're you're two games into these guys, right? 
they don't have plays for them yet, like because they've been practicing with them. But since they don't know if they're going to have them, why waste practice? Oh, I think it completely changes what that it, team is. It though. takes them to a different level. Yes, and I think, and we'll, we're going to talk about all of that today. That's how jam packed today is. So here's what we're going to do. Right out of the gate, I'm going to go over some scores for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Just get you caught up on everything that happened, and then we'll go back and talk about these things uh, as we go. So Friday night, we're going to get into this one in a minute. Lyon County beats Graves County 65-60. It was the debut of the transfers. Lyon County is ranked 18th in the state. And I promise you, if you combine regions right now, they'd be my number one team in the region. With second and first region? Yes. They are physical. They're big. They beat you up. They, I, I think the most physical team any team is going to face this year if you play them. And you're talking about, okay, let's just put them in the comparison of McCracken. You know, Graves I, lost I, by 30 to McCracken right. to start the season. And and now you're looking Lyon at County a Lyon County team who would yep. give McCracken all they want, and they only lost by five. So right. immediately you're seeing, right. okay, we got something different here. And we'll get into that in a minute. I'm going to give you all the details on that, but that's the score, 65-60. Uh, in other boys' scores, Murray over Callaway in the Crosstown, 73-50. to That one, a uh, little bit different than I expected. Mm-hmm. I thought Murray would win, but wow. Uh, St. Mary over CFS, avenging a loss. Oh, that was amazing. 82-49. to 49. Uh, So if you want to know what trajectory St. Mary's been on, that's a good indicator. Trig- uh, don't care about trigger. There you go. Carlisle County ekes one out over Hickman County, 78-72 NOT. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is that Hickman's first district loss? It is. Yeah. We'll get into that one later, too. Again, how jam-packed we are. Mm-hmm. On the girls' side, this is all Friday night. Callaway County beats Murray in the Crosstown, 40-38. to 38. What a good one. I think yeah. that's... You might flip that one. Then I think this thing's going to be a best of three. I agree. You know, I, that's by the time they play get again. Closer than that's low scoring game. So yeah, Graves County girls over here. This is the one that caught a lot of people's mm-hmm. attention. Graves County at seven and zero hosting Henderson County. Henderson's really good, mm-hmm. and Graves beats them fifty four forty five. And that one raised some eyebrows. Okay, maybe Graves is as good as they've been playing. Uh, Mayfield over CCA, 58-13. Marshall County all over Paducah Tillman, 76-19. Uh, Tillman's just not there yet. Mm-hmm. The future's bright. It's just not now. McCracken County over St. Mary, 68-12. It was an ugly one. As in the score would indicate. Mm-hmm. That's on Friday night. Let's go to Saturday, and then we're going to take a breath. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk about some of the big headlines from all these games. Saturday night, boys basketball. Carlisle County over Ballard Memorial, 75-48. Crittenden County over, uh, well, I don't know, it's Crittenden Trinity. Uh, but Crittenden won, good mm-hmm. for them. Uh, Graves County beats St. Mary. We were both there. We'll talk about that one, 61-56. Uh, Lyon County beat Callaway, 81-65. So one night after Graves had their chance to win that game, so, they go and dominate Callaway. So what's the trajectory that Callaway's on now? Are they falling? Is that kind of becoming what we thought they'd be, and they might beat you if you let them? I think so. I think, I think Callaway is the team that they're going to win. They're going to beat some teams that they shouldn't, and they're yeah. going to lose you know, some of those other games too. But yeah. I think they're going to lose all the games they're supposed to and occasionally snake bite somebody. Mm-hmm. All right. CCA beat Hickman County 89-79. How jam-packed are we? I've got CCA topic on the docket for tomorrow. Wow. We got to give them their due, and we're going to talk about them tomorrow. Absolutely. And McCracken County, sixty-seven, Mayfield fifty-two. That one's a pretty good win for McCracken as well. On the girls' side, McCracken County fifty-three, Mayfield thirty. That's about right. Mm-hmm. That's the separation. That's McCracken in the top three, four in the region, and and Mayfield in that next five. And you're seeing that. Uh, Carlisle County, 67. Ballard Memorial, 46. That's on the girls' side. That's a pretty lopsided win. 
Yeah. I, I thought Ballard would close the gap a little bit better with some of those teams, and that is a pretty good win for Carlisle County. Give them their credit. Uh, Hickman County over CCA, 69-25. Marshall County over Ohio County, that's a good win for them, too, 66-41. And uh, Lyon County beat Paducah Tillman, 58-52. And so there you go on your Saturday scores. I'll tell you real quick before we get into some of the deeper topics. That CCA score shocked me Saturday. When you're looking at all of them, that's the most shocking for sure. That one stunned me. A 10-point win against a good Hickman team? Against a, good, a team that I have now said I think will win the district. Right. Now, wait a minute. Hibman County 0-2 in two games this weekend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. District loss, and then to CCA. More parity in the first district, maybe? Maybe those river counties just have way more parity than we even realized. Oh, I think so, especially this year. All right. So some of the things that stood out this weekend, I have not had a chance. I do my best. Chris knows this. First year we did the show, Graves was really good that year. Mm -hmm. I was a little Graves biased. A little, little much. But I was seeing them all the time, and they were good. Right. I've kind of held off on Graves a little bit this year, mainly because we haven't had the transfers, and you don't know if we do get them, we're going to be different. We know that. If we don't get them, okay, what are we? Because we're kind of having our ups and downs. I mean, we beat Callaway at a time when that's a good win. Right. Um, and had some other things going on where you go, all right, you know, Graves has, you know, had Tillman, led Tillman at the half before kind of. So I haven't really, I've, I've kind of pulled back on Graves a little bit. Now it's time to talk about them. Because they're different. Well, you picked a good good time for that, I did Brian. pick a good time. Uh, it's weird to say that you have a good loss. Mm -hmm. That is a good loss to Lyon County. Graves oh, yeah. Had, Graves had a chance to win the game. You could tell watching that game that the transfers are nowhere close to being blended in with that team yet. Mm -hmm. They've practiced with the team, but the, the opportunities to practice with the starters was a little limited because you don't want to waste that time if they're not going to play. Mm-hmm. So basically, you're like you got this really good scout team, right? Uh, and they worked them in just to kind of have them in that rotation in practice, but not enough to go. Okay, now we're going to run these plays for use like they used to with Ryan Mathis right. or Jordan Arano. They don't have that yet for them. So you kind of got to see a more raw version of throwing two guys in. I mean, they got cleared to play Friday, mm -hmm. so they go out Friday not prepped really to be in the starting lineup. Drew Thompson goes 26 points on six three pointers. He was. Uh, I think, I think he made seven shots in the game. He was, he was terrific. Uh, you saw early Marcus Isaiah on-ball defense. I thought Noah Dumas was good. Mm -hmm. Those two guys are going to be a lot of fun. I get them tomorrow night. They're going to be a lot of fun to watch. I don't think they guard each other. Because I think they're, they're going to guard the quote-unquote best player on the right. other team. So Dumas will have right. Thompson probably. But Graves goes to Lyon County and had every opportunity to win that game. And for a moment, I'm sitting there in the back of my mind going, oh, my God. We're going to beat Lyon County tonight. Like, you just have, like, and they had their chances. Mm -hmm. And Lyon County's just big and physical. For a minute, let me just talk about Lyon County. Their top dude's a freshman, scoring like 26 7 a game, the coach's son. But they got some dudes, broad shoulders. You're not moving them out of the paint. Uh, they like to run. They don't actually take as many threes as I thought we were going to see. They just play you so physical, it wears you out. Mm hmm. No matter how good you are, they just beat you up. And I liked it. It's kind of old school basketball. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Come into my lane. I'm going to knock you down. Right. I liked it. Uh, but on the Graves side, Thompson gets 26. Mason Grant gets 12. Uh, Marcus Isaiah in his debut scored nine. That's about where he is. I mean, he scored he scored under double digits twice, but he's that go get them point guard, guard them, and lock them up. Mm -hmm. uh, John Brown, not his best game. Again, all that size kind of affected him with seven. Graves shot 40%, 32% from three. But you saw not one, 
the difference. Right. Immediately. Immediately. It'd probably be a 20 point loss without the, the transfers. I think 15 20. Yeah. I think you're right. I think uh, that five points, it's probably 10 more points on top of that. Right. I think Drew Thompson's 26. You had guys like, you know, uh, well, like 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 John Ben Brown, who probably would have gotten ten or eleven if not for those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot more attention. Aiden Flint didn't score in that game. We usually see him hit one or two threes. Um, he didn't have a great shoot night. And Graves is thin right now. A lot of their JV's out. Mm-hmm. They had two or three guys that haven't played the last couple of nights that are in the top seven of the rotation. That affects you. You know, you're playing. You've added these two guys, but you're losing. The guys we're missing are guys that would be bigs mm-hmm. that would go in and, and give John Ben a, a, a breather. And when he goes out of the game, it changes the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we didn't have those those first two nights, but you saw it that Friday night. Then you go to St. Mary, and I think a couple of things happened in the St. Mary game, and I'm trying to be as down the middle as I can looking at this. I think, one, you saw the start. Oh, the start was amazing for well, Grace. That was the ceiling for Grace. Right. I think right. you saw it instantly. 20-2 <laughs> to two on St. Mary to start the game. And I think that – here's what I think. I think it was a combination of things. I think – Graves was wore out. Mm-hmm. I think you started to see the fatigue. You know how I know because Drew Thompson missed like every shot. Mm-hmm. The kid had one field goal, I think, in that game. Couldn't make a shot. Couldn't make a layup. And I think that's what you get from when you play Lyon County the night before. They were beat up. You get beat up. You play all these minutes. Keep in mind, first game of the season. You're not in game shape yet. You're making all these shots. Marcus is guarding the best player on both teams both nights. Mm-hmm. He's getting wore out. He fouled out of the St. Mary game. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, again, is an indicator of you're tired, right? When you're fouling. Like, he's guarding the point guard and fouling, you know? So I think you saw the first quarter, the ceiling, and what they can do with fresh legs. Right. I think they wore down. I think that opened the door for St. Mary. And traditionally, St. Mary in the last few years might not be able to go through that door, and this year they did. And that was the impressive thing for St. Mary and for me in that game is that that was a Probably game. Probably would have got run out of the gym. I, we, I saw those kind of games yeah. last year, where all of a sudden St. Mary couldn't put anything together. They got frustrated, yeah. and it was a thirty-point loss. Yeah, and that's the the first quarter. I'm like, oh great, finally Brian gets to come to a St. Mary game, and this, and this is, is what, what he I see. see. So you saw that horrible start, and they just weren't getting anything going yeah. there. They looked frustrated. They looked sloppy. They looked slow. And then to recover from that, now part of that, you're right, is Graves wore down you, a little I bit. I mean, you could tell they were tired, but that I mean, was a could. huge yeah. start. When you're talking you, the, that lead. You and know, the, the other indicator for me that they retired was that Mason Grant was the one getting points. Mm-hmm. Like, he scored 20. That's not a knock on Mason. He's got that ability in him. But you could tell the night before it was Thompson and Isaiah who were really exhausting themselves. Mm-hmm. Not that Mason wasn't playing hard or any of these other right. guys. But it, it seemed like those guys were more tired Saturday night from those efforts. And then Mason's able to kind of make up. That's credit to Graves. Right. So much attention on the new guys. And they're not really quite scoring, but now it opens up the floor because the defensive attention is on those guys, and now Mason Grant's getting 20. And another thing is St. Mary couldn't get inside the paint at all. Yeah, Graves did really good in that that start of the game Mm -hmm. and and a lot of that. Um, So I thought it was kind of a couple of things. I thought the first quarter was complete. That's the ceiling for Graves. Mm -hmm. This is who they can be when they're fresh and they're focused and they're ready to go. The rest of the game was this is who they are when they're tired, but hey, look. the other thing to that too is like I said, it opened up the floor. Mm-hmm. Mason Grant's getting to the – I mean, he had two or three drives to the basket where I oh, think yeah. I said it on the broadcast, just give him the ball at the top of the key and tell him to go downhill. Right. So much attention is, is on those other guys. Uh, John Ben had a good game mm-hmm. uh, uh, that night. In fact, they had three guys in double figures. None of them were the transfers. Right. So that was the good. Mary did a pretty good job defending right. Thompson they and did. keeping him down. They did. Um, but I think that's – again, He you know he's tired and he's getting defended really hard two nights in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, for the St. Mary side, 
Parker McCauley was as advertised. Yeah. As advertised. There were moments where I thought, why wasn't he doing this last year? Mm-hmm. Like it, He's a completely different player than Completely last year. different. Uh, Bell was good, but McCauley's, that team's going to go as far as McCauley can lead them. As far as McCauley could shoot three-pointers, too. Yeah, when he shoots, I mean, he shot. I mean, he was 25 points in that game. Nobody else in double figures. Um, and most were on nothing but net. Yeah, and he ended up three of eight from three. Not great, but, you know, he made – the threes he made were sort of like, are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Like, we defended that. If St. Mary – and this takes nothing away from, from Bryce Haas and Daniel Willett, who knew yeah. to play the inside, but if they had one big, like one, you know, six-foot-five guy – that would completely change who they are. But they don't have that guy. They do yeah. well without him. But, yeah. you know, if they had that one big. Well, here's what I saw. And so my final takeaways. Even when those guys aren't leading the charge for Graves, it changes their dynamic because it gives other guys a chance. I-, I said this last week. If those guys hit the floor for Graves, mm-hmm. it allows everybody else to fall into their more natural role in that team. Right. And it gives them a chance to fall in. So Mason Grant now could be that junkyard dog. Mm-hmm. Third, you know, give me, you know, tensions on him. I've got a lane. I'm taking it. John Bennett opens up the the paint for him to work as a big. Um, Lucas Pig came off the bench, was terrific yeah. for Graves on Saturday, just a freshman. Now he doesn't have to be the guy starting and kind of going, hey, if Lucas can score, we're good. If not, it's not on his shoulders now. He can come in and spell those guys and give you a lift. Mm-hmm. You know, So it changes their team. It changes their rotation, makes them much better. St. Mary is as good as I thought they would be. Mm-hmm. Because in previous years, even with a tired Graves team, they right. would have probably been a little defeated. I'm going to be interested to see. They're playing Tillman tomorrow. That's a yeah. big game. Uh, you know, you play great. I think you see the mistakes. I talked to Coach Denson after the game. He said, you know, horrible start for us. They recovered. It was a great recovery. But now you're going to see what this team, to, if they're going to learn that lesson. This seems to be a team this year that has learned their lesson also a lot. And they've also got a, a level of hustle that mm-hmm. I think, you know, we haven't seen from that team. I've seen this team now for three years. I've seen these guys grow up. Haven't seen that element before, so. Well, I think I think St. Mary solidified what we were thinking about them in the mm-hmm. last week. I think Graves sort of in, in two games, we'll see how the rest of the – I mean, they got, right. they got McCracken tomorrow night, Marshall on Friday night. Right. I mean, you're going – first four games with those dudes are Lyon County ranked in the state. Mm-hmm. St. Mary, who is on this big upside swing – McCracken, who's top in the region, and Marshall, who's reeling a little bit, but is still like, you know, top two, three. It's in interesting the, in the too to start this year. But, but what I'm saying, I think you're going to really, obviously, you're going to learn about them this week. Sure, but I still don't know if you're going to see their best right but now. We've seen now. We saw. Right. We've seen multiple waves from different teams. Right. You know, we kind of started this year on a Callaway wave. They had some big wins, and the, you know, they'd fall off and lose another game. And then St. Mary had their run, and now is it Graves' turn to have their run? I think. A lot of the feeling was if they get the transfers, they go from playing with the top five to playing in the top five. Mm-hmm. And I think you're. We'll see tomorrow night. Lost by thirty without those dudes. Game first game of the year. And right. That's the first game of the year. How much do you? I think they can win. Yeah. But if you even in a loss, do you pull out a line county kind of game and go see? We're right here with you. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll learn that this week. And St. Mary, you get Tillman. I think you learned that this week with them. All right, let's take a break. Got more. Region one. You're in the middle of another Region 1 Sports Report. Sponsored by Ivitz Plumbing, Broadway Church of Christ, Baird Financial, McDonald's. Hanging around, nothing to do but proud. 
Kentucky's first region for a reason. Region 1 Sports. Region 1 Sports moving along here on your Monday edition. So Graves boys are back. McCracken gets a big doubleheader sweep. Let's talk about that one for a minute. We'll move on and talk about Crosstown here in just a second. Uh, of course, I don't have those tabs on there. Why would I? Why would I lead a segment without the tab on? There we go, Brian. On the girls' side, I mean, it, that was about, honestly, a little surprise, 57-30. That's about all I expect Mayfield to score against most teams. Right. But usually they find a way to hold other teams down. Uh, McCracken is really, you know, the Marshall loss might have jarred something loose with them. Mm-hmm. They turn around and Especially beat St. Mary. Especially how, how big they lost. Well, to they it. get a chance to in a game play St. Mary. I know that's not. Listen, I know I know how bad St. Mary's girls are. We're not sugarcoating it. Mm-hmm. But you get a chance in a game to run your players out right. and go. Okay, let's make up for this one. Let's figure this out. Um, Claire Johnson Mayfield, was really impressive in that game. For and me. the Mayfield game. Let's talk about the girls' side first. We'll talk about the boys. Uh, for the girls, Caroline Civils. I said this. Claire Johnson cannot be your leading scorer if you're going to beat these top teams. That's not a knock on Claire. That's the role she needs to be in. Mm-hmm. She needs to be sort of the duo, the the other part of that duo, but the facilitator. Right. Caroline Civil's 14 points in that game. Claire Johnson, 11. I'm fine with that. Uh, Buchanan had eight. Day, again, she's seven points on the season, and she hit that mark exactly. Right. As a team, they did not shoot the ball well. 15, uh, 16% from three, 35% from the floor, uh, but just – that's who they are, and if they play that way, with Civils kind of being the leading scorer, Johnson right there with her, but facilitating and then getting five other players around six points a game, mm-hmm. they're going to be fine. On the Mayfield side in that game, you had, again, some of their struggle is scoring. They did get two in double figures, but that was That it. was a big drop-off. I mean, Duke, Mays, and Smith combined for eight points, and that was only other three players that mm-hmm. scored. Burns had 12, and Sullivan had uh, 10. As a team, they shot 27%. Now, this is what they do. They shoot a lot of threes, and then they end up making a lot of threes. Mm-hmm. Seven of 20 from three is fine, but not if you can't score anywhere else. Right. And that's basically where their scoring came from against McCracken. Let's talk about the boys' side of things. This is impressive, 62-52. McCracken over Mayfield. McCracken in that game shot just 29% from three, 44% from the floor. But look at that scoring. Look at that scoring. How about Max Blackwell? Have I even said his name no, all year? I don't think so. I don't ten think he's had a 10-point game all year. That's impressive. Hart was 16. Dumas with 15. There. McCune with 11. Blackwell and Brower each with 10. Now, they didn't have nobody after that, but you don't need anybody after no, that. No, no. They still impress me. Like, every time I think, ah, I feel like I've figured them all out. Then they go and have Max Blackwell score 10. Now, that's mm. not offense to him. I just haven't seen that yet. Right. It's another element. It's another guy that you got to go, well, crap. Mm-hmm. Nobody, you know, they don't have that 20, 25-point score, but they got six dudes in double figures. Well, well five, and one, the thing two, about three, that, four, too, five. is it's hard for, when you've got a team with that much scoring spread around, you, you're not going to, you know, shut all those guys down in a night. No, no. They're just matchup problems. I'm right. talking about with McCune. If you take away the drives from Dumas and, and Hart – uh, McCune eats you up. You mm-hmm. take take away those McCune, then all of a sudden Hart's knocking down threes. Uh, 18 for D'Angelo Brooks for Mayfield. Kobe Kinnamore with 13. That's As as they go, they go, mm-hmm. but they just don't have enough behind them right now. And I think you're starting to see that when they play these real top-tier teams, that it's that little bit of a lag in that next, that right. next level. Uh, it's there. 
They just don't have it yet. Race Richards had eight in that game. As a team, Mayfield shot well, 46% from the floor, 38% from three. It's good enough to get it done against most teams. Mm -hmm. In fact, if you looked at that box score and said, who do you think won? I'd look at that and go, well, I guess Mayfield had a pretty good chance. That's how good McCracken is. Yep. That's amazing. Mayfield right now uh, did get a couple of wins after that St. Mary loss, but, they're you know, look, four and two. St. Mary loss, not a bad one now. Mm -hmm. That's obviously not a bad one. They get Callaway uh, tomorrow night. That's going to tell the tale because starting to look like them and Callaway are sort of in that same category. Right. Sort of have the same abilities, sort of have similar teams, and we'll sort of see if one can separate from the other. We're starting to see, you know, we've got th your top tier teams now. And I think it's St. Mary again this week. And I, and I think you're seeing a middle tier team that are really growing. You know, you, you got the you're probably five in the middle there, including Mayfield, St. Mary, um, you know, Callaway. Yeah. You know. Yep. So they're all kind of bunched up right now. And I think uh, you got for, for Mayfield, You've got Callaway and St. Mary coming up. Mm -hmm. I don't think they go zero and two, but I think any I think either scenario is possible. Mm -hmm. Two and zero or zero and two, and it wouldn't surprise me in the least right now with the way this season's going for everybody. But for St. Mary, I think the pressure's on you to get them again. Oh, absolutely, especially since you've got them and Tillman coming yeah. up. Yeah. So uh, that's that on that. You know what else? What else? The Orthopedic Institute, presenting sponsor of the Region 1 Sports Report. Absolutely. I've already known of a player who's had to go there. That's unfortunate, but they're going to take care of him mm -hmm. at the Orthopedic Institute. Uh, if you've got an injury of any kind, maybe you uh going into spring, trying to get that golf swing back and you, mm -hmm. you tweak something, they'll tweak it right back. Just go see them with the Orthopedic Institute. They are a presenting and proud sponsor for the whole year of Region 1 Sports. I bet, too, if we get some snow, we're going to have some uh, shoveling injuries. Yeah, I'll be one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Back I'll, will be feeling that. I'll yeah. take care of you there, too. All right. I'm at that age where my back always hurts That's the anyway, thing about so. the Orthopedic Institute. They can help anybody from, you know, the athlete, the premier athlete on the court, to us old guys who, who just <laughs> randomly injure <laughs> right. ourselves without, like, in no way should we have injured ourselves. Yeah. Get out of bed and you go, uh-oh, and just go see them. All right. Uh, let's move on. Cross Town Classic. Boy, what a classic. What a I think the... Callaway boys probably don't feel that way today. Mm -hmm. Probably feel like they need to regroup a little bit. Murray's boys probably feel good. That girls game. That's those two teams. That's those two teams. You expect it, that out of them. It feels like, we'll get into our power rankings later this mm -hmm. week, it, it feels like you're what you're seeing, and we'll talk about Graves girls in a minute. Marshall's tier one. Mm -hmm. Graves is tier two. McCracken's knocking on that door. They're right there behind them. And then there's Murray Callaway and the field. Yep. Now, Murray Callaway's ahead of the field, but they're not quite in that conversation with those other teams right now. Right. But when they play each other, you see just how even they are. Mm -hmm. How the, There's like parity in these different groups, and they're right there in that sort of third level, and they're right there together. 40-38 to 38 was the final in that game. Uh, let me find – there we go. Let me get you some stats, let you know how it went. Uh, we'll go Callaway first since they won. It was a good game for them. Really good game for their time. And that's the thing is – you looked up and Carson has 24. Mm -hmm. Again. If she's going to score 20 or more, they're going to beat you. Is it fair to say that she's been the most impressive player on the girls' yeah. side this year? Yeah. I think she's been like a career. And she's an eighth grader. No, 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 no. That's uh, the senior. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking. You're of, way uh, off. You're on Waller. I'm thinking of Waller. Right, right. But Carson has been, her career as a starter has been like 10, 11 mm -hmm. points. And this year it's like you look up and I think her average right now is over 18. Yeah. And consistently getting over 20. 
Now, I think the key to them is, I don't think, like, there's going to be rare times where both go over 20. It's happened, but it's going to be rare when it comes to these next-level teams. But if you want to beat them, you you just got to keep both of them under 20. Mm-hmm. And if you do, you win. They didn't. Murray didn't. Right. One of them had 24. Uh, that would be Carson. But then after that, Big Lowe had six. Waller, and I guarantee you, if you talk to Coach Faust, he's going to say, yeah, we did a really good job on Waller, and look at what Carson did. Mm-hmm. Waller has five. But they just, that's all they need. They just scored enough. 40 was enough. Uh, 39% from the floor, 38% from three, six of 16. What a what a great close game. Let's look at the Murray side. Get the stats pulled up here. You got, uh, they didn't, I mean, look at that. 47% from the floor, 60% from the six of 10 from three. You had 16 from Turley, 10 from Gearhart, eight from Oakley. Again, mm-hmm. it's kind of like that Mayfield boys game. If you just said, here's the two team stats, who won? Right. I'd go, well, Murray won. Look at this. And Callaway just had one player better. They better had the best that. player yep. on the court that night. Yep. That's what that's going to come down to. Each has two premier players in this region. But who's going to be the best on the court? And that's going to win that the game between them. And and Callaway did. No shame with Murray. Look at that. those numbers are great. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot a of two teams. point game. I mean, that is what it is, and it could swing either way. Now I don't right. have. We'll, we'll kind of go back and see during the break a little bit of a flow to that game, but that's just all I'm going off of is the stats right now, uh, giving you a breakdown of what happened there on the boys' side. All Murray. I mean, it was impressive. Seventy three to fifty. What did I say Friday? Now, most people didn't hear the podcast. That's a different story. Right. But on the radio show Friday, I believe I said, it all boils down to me who's got the best player, and Murray has the best player, and he wasn't even the leading scorer. Right. (laughs) Grant Whitaker had 21. McAllister had 22. Bogus had 13. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, Whitaker's not going to be their second scorer often, but uh, McAllister, though, has had a good little season. When you win with Grant Whitaker, I know it's one point. But you, when you win with Grant Whitaker not leading you in scoring, mm-hmm. my goodness. Mm-hmm. Look at the shooting. 57% from the floor. That's sick. That's going to be Callaway's problem when they lose. Right. Is the defense. If you guard Callaway, you're going to beat them because the defense for them gets more inconsistent for me than a lot of these other teams. Mm-hmm. they got to get better defensively. Uh, 39% from three, just 5 of 13. That's the impressive thing for Murray. They're not taking 23s. And a lot of these, they beat Tillman with like eight three-point attempts. Mm-hmm. They beat Callaway with thirteen. They only made five. They're just getting. They're just Whitaker's ability to drive and get in the paint is what does it for Murray. Mm-hmm. Let's look at Callaway's stats for a minute. Dun, 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 dun. Callaway, and it's this one. Okay, I almost clicked the most recent one. Uh, look at Callie, 43%, 4 of 16 from 3 for 25%. Evan Garrison was their best player at 16, but they got nothing from everybody else. Murray's defense is underrated, improved, and playing some ball because I'm telling you right now, to hold Matthew Ray to 5. Yeah, that's tough. Zach Hudgen to 7 and Chapman to 7 is pretty impressive. The fact Callaway only got one dude in double figures mm-hmm. is pretty impressive. Tip of the hat to Murray's boys. They're playing some ball. There, as advertised as well. You look at the recent run for Cal. It's a tough stretch for Callaway. Webster's really good. Murray, really good. Lyon County, 18th ranked in the region. I, I'm not 
their record is not an indication to me of how good Callaway is mm-hmm. or can be. But here's the deal. You've got Union County coming up. That's a very winnable game for you. Should be. And then you've got Mayfield uh, after that. So you got Union County tonight, Mayfield tomorrow night. That, to me, is where I'll kind of judge Callaway. Right. Those well, two games. Yeah, that, that whole run with Mayfield-Carlisle, too, and yeah. there, too. Before is you get McCracken. Right, right. You've got three games coming up, all winnable, all against teams that are at least on your level, if not maybe a step above. And the two I wins think they, they got the win over St. Mary, and the, with which of course I think St. Mary was a different team at that point in time. But still, the win over St. Mary, the win over Marshall, they have two good wins two on their really schedule. Really good wins. So we'll see. Who, we'll see how they're looking after uh, after this and little listen, run. This loss to Graves, that's pre the Graves transfers, mm-hmm. but that's a good loss because that's a Graves team that's right there with you at the right, time. Right. Carlisle County is a little bit of a head scratcher. Yeah. I would have thought Callaway would at least be in that. That's a it's a lopsided win to start the right. loss to start the year, uh, but this th- these three games are are really tough. Webster Murray line you lost all three as expected. Right, right. If you're going to say what did you expect out of those three, I would say nobody yeah. was no, nobody's picking Callaway to win. Um, would have thought Crosstown would have been a little closer, mm-hmm. but not okay. Is what it is. Murray's good. That's how good. I think that's the separation Murray's now getting with the region. Right. Um, but like I said, Union Mayfield Carlisle. That's your chance. You get Carlisle again, get a chance to avenge that. We'll see what you got. We'll see what what you are, but that's a good stretch. For Murray, again, on the boys' side, uh, let's see. Starting tonight, they get Muhlenberg County. They should win that game, I would think, pretty easily. And then they've got uh, – they don't play again until February 2nd. They got Marshall County on the 2nd. So they play tonight and then get almost a week off. Earned, but seems like a tough stretch. Right? Like, mm-hmm. you're playing your best ball right now. You're finding a groove. You beat Tillman. You beat your rival. You beat St. Mary in the All-A. And then you're going to get Muhlenberg County and take a week off. Good chance to regroup. She come back with Marshall County, and that's the one. Oh, my goodness. Circle that game. The district's decided in that game for me. Marshall loses to Murray after already losing to Callaway. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I, I think Murray's the favorite in the district anyway, but that's really going to set the tone to close out the year as far as who wins that district. Can we see a scenario now where Marshall doesn't make it out of the district? There's there's absolutely a scenario yeah. where that happens. Um, I mean, they've lost to Callaway I still, already. I st- here's the deal. I still, You go into a tournament, mm-hmm. any kind of tournament, your season on the line, what does it go back to? Who, who's the best player on the court? Who does he play for? Mm-hmm. Favor that team. That's going to be Zion Harmon. Right. That's no guarantee, but you favor the best player on the court. And if he plays like the best player on the court, they win. But you could see a scenario. I think Murray I think Murray's more likely to win the district, or I would put more money on that than I would for who's the other team to get out of the district. Mm-hmm. I'm more confident in Murray winning the district than I am either Callaway or Marshall if you had to Make me pick one of those. I'm I'm going to be surprised. I guess Murray's probably at this point looking at like the top seed, so they're going to get yeah. into the championship game, which means they'll get into the regional. So it's going to come down to Callaway. Yeah, and Murray's not going to have the plan, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I they're going to have the plan. But I'm saying win the district. Yeah, not get to the regional. Right. I'm saying if you, I'm more confident. I know Murray's getting to the CFSB center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know Murray's playing in the regional tournament. I'm more confident they win the district in the tournament than I am if you said. Who gets in after Murray? Right. Still got a lot of season to go, though. That's what makes it fun. Uh, other things, uh, games coming up this week. This is a big week for Graves. I kind of touched on that on the boys' side. McCracken tomorrow night, Marshall on Friday night. 
All right, boys. We got the transfers. Time for some this, big boy This ball. is our team. Yeah. Uh, should have a lot of the JV guys back, I think, tomorrow, if not definitely by the Marshall game uh, after their quarantine. So let's see what we got. You're going to have your rotation back, hopefully. you got Everybody's good to go. Let's go. So we'll see. But that's a big – I think if you're McCracken, you're looking at that now. And you're – you know, if if Graves didn't have the transfers, McCracken may have a letdown in that game. Mm-hmm. McCracken, that's the girls' side. Uh, McCracken could come into that game with a little bit of a letdown. Ah, well, we beat them by 30. Could be a trap game. Right. They're going to be up for that game now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Let's take a break. I want to come back. I want to talk to some girls' basketball as we close out. I'm going to talk Graves County and the week the Lady Eagles are going to have to try to make history for their school right here at Region 1 Sports. Are you ready to add a little spice to your life? Try the new Spicy McNuggets, now being served at your neighborhood McDonald's. And don't forget the new Mighty Hot Dipping Sauce. They're a treat for your taste buds. Then cool it down with a Chips Ahoy McFlurry, your favorite cookie mixed with creamy goodness. The deliciousness is only around for a limited time, so try them today at any of our local McDonald's. In Paducah, Calvert City, Mayfield, Murray, Draftonville, Benton, and Metropolis. You have a need. Something may be missing in your life, and you just can't quite figure out what it is. You need God. You need the love of Christ, a church family who will encourage you. It's Dustin Campbell, the preacher at the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, located at 2855 Broadway, and I'd like to invite you to join us on Sunday mornings at 930 for worship. We are safely distancing while we worship with one heart and one voice. At Broadway, you will find Bible teaching, loving fellowship, and a group of people all striving after the same prize of heaven. Uh, Hey, Chris, you ready to do the show? Yeah, let me grab my drink. Wow. uh, You okay? Yeah, this has been happening more and more ever since I started working out again. Um, you know, usually when someone goes to the gym, it makes them stronger, not too weak to hold a cup of water. Yeah, that's what's strange. I've been having some numbness issues from my elbow down to my fingers, and it's been getting worse. You know, same thing happened to me just a few years ago. Oh, yeah? What did you do? Well, I went to the Orthopedic Institute. Really? Yeah, they walked me through what was happening, why it was happening, and all the things I needed to do to keep it from happening. They got me back to the gym and no more numb fingers and elbow in no time. The Orthopedic Institute. Yeah, they treat pain from neck to toes of any age, minimally invasive techniques, and no need to travel. So the Orthopedic Institute. Yep, excellent care from treatment to recovery, and they're a trusted healthcare partner. Well, I guess I need to go to the Orthopedic Institute. Yeah, and maybe grab a rag to clean up all this water first. You might forget about your plumbing. After all, what's to remember? How about that toilet that keeps running? It's wasting gallons of water every day. And the worst part, you don't even know it's happening. That's why Ivet's Plumbing Diamond Club is so important. Only $14.95 a month. You start with a complete inspection with any needed adjustments, discount on repairs, and if you need help, you go to the front of the line. Ivet's Plumbing Diamond Club. Forget about your plumbing, because they won't. Ivet'sPlumbing.com. I'm Larry Housen, branch manager with Hilliard Lines. Wealth management is about improving lives, and for us, That's a passion that goes beyond the work we do. That's why we're proud to be part of Baird, a trusted financial services firm that shares our commitment to giving back to the communities we serve. I invite you to learn more about Baird and what this powerful partnership means for you and Paducah. Hilliard Lions is now a Baird company. Learn more at hilliardtobaird.com. Region 1 Sports. We know local because we are local. 
Final segment here on the Sports Report. Let's talk some girls basketball. I've been chomping at the bit for this one, too. Big question for us is how good is Grace? You see the wins. You see sort of the things happening. You watch them play, and you go, man, they're really good, but how good? And you look up, and all of a sudden they are, and I want to make sure I got the exact number right because I got it wrong three times this weekend trying to talk about them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Right, eight and oh, with wins over McCracken, Callaway, Mayfield, and now Henderson County, who's really good. Mm-hmm. They're really good. They just beat Owensboro. They're, they beat Bowling Green, Union County. Uh, you know how good they are year in and year out in that region. And that was a surprising win. But here's what makes it even more impressive. They're 8-0 and and have had eight different players score double figures this season. I think they've had six different players lead them in scoring. That is incredible. They're 8-0. and They've had eight different players score double figures. Their leading scorer right now is Avery Myatt with 9.6 a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at how bunched up those top four scorers are. Now, here's the thing, too. How often do you see this, and we talked about this a lot with Mayfield last year. We talked about this with Murray a little bit mm-hmm. last year, that you know you see a lot of players that are like right at 10 points a game but not over, so this team has to play defense. This team can score. Mm-hmm. Like That's the thing that's amazing is – Nobody's averaging over ten a game, right. but they put up sixty a game. When's the last? I mean, think about that too, though. Think about obviously having that many different scores, yeah. you know, leading scores every night is is crazy. But not having a player over ten points a game with a seven and zero start. Well, eight or eight zero start rather. Um, you're eight and zero. But that's the thing. No one player is. But mm-hmm. every game you look up, our leading scores got sixteen. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like pick a player. Who's going to go get you 16? And that's, you know, follow the bouncing ball with who that's going to be. Um, to me, the big difference in this team down the stretch has been Conley Span. She didn't play last year, set out with some foot issue, a foot issue, uh, just, just took the year off so she could play this year and could, you know, be fresh and ready to go. It's taken her a little while to get in the game. She's, she's athletic, she's long, she can shoot, she can take you down low, she's getting her confidence back. She's now at 4.2 a game. That's not impressive. What's impressive is over the last few games, you see the scoring going up. Mm -hmm. And if you're, for us, she's like our seventh player off the bench. But maybe on pure talent, top one or two. You get that kind of production now out of her, they're going to be good. Do they seem like, this is going to sound like kind of a cheesy question, but do they seem like they're just having more fun this year? They're playing wide open. Yeah. Now, on defense, they're locked in, they're playing, they're they're changing up the defense, which I think is fun. Mm-hmm. As a player, that was always fun for me is not, you know, we'd throw different defenses at you, and it was fun for us because as an offense, you could see the confusion that right, you would have. Right. But on offense, it's basically, that's why you're seeing the, 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 the scoring the way it is. Because it's basically, just get the ball to the open player. Mm-hmm. And if it's a three on the second pass, take the three. Why aren't we moving the ball around that? If that's the best shot, take the shot. Mm-hmm. I like that kind of offense. Let's get up the court. We don't have to move the ball eight times for the best shot. It may be the first pass you make. But the first good shot we get, let's take it. And they're playing fast. They're playing wide open. They're now shooting 34% from three, which is like 11% better than last year Mm -hmm. at any point. They were terrible from three last year. Um, And I think that's the big difference. Against Henderson County, they were four of eight from three. Not a lot, made a lot. 36% 36% from the floor. Myatt, 14. Harris with 12. Carter with 11. Morgan Alexander only scored four. She's had more games where she scored near 20 than four. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, again, that's just where that right. average comes in. They're good. 
they're getting there. And and uh, I still think Marshall is a full step in front of everybody. But we're going to find out pretty quick here, aren't we? But I had multiple Marshall people go, uh-oh, yeah, and ask me about that game. And I was like, look, I wasn't there. Well, we talked about last week that stretch of Henderson, McCracken, and Marshall. And, you know, you figured – Two and one would be a, a good good run. Good run for that. Now you're set up for that. Now you're set up for that with the possibility, the possibility of being three and zero oh in that run. And then the after school, that, here, yeah. Here's what I meant by a school record. The best start in school history is nine and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to beat McCracken to tie. They they want that. They want the record, but they don't just want the record. They want to beat the record. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Just to tie the best start in school history, now you have to beat McCracken for a second time. Right. And then and then Marshall. beat Marshall just to go beyond, to, to now set the record. But that's that's their goal. I mean, they want 10-0, and 0, and they want to make Marshall feel like, hey, this ain't a give me. You well, want to win, you're going to have to earn and, this And one. if they do that, if they're able to accomplish just no easy feat, yep. obviously, but you're looking at their schedule after that, then you you got a Hickman, Ballard, Mayfield, um, you know Hopkinsville, which will be a little bit tougher. But they could put a run there yeah, until yeah, they gonna, meet Marshall again in, in February. They meet know? Marshall again in February, but you've put everybody else in your rear view, right? I mean, you you got Murray coming up. Why well, they were twenty points better than Callaway? Mm-hmm. I think they're right there with Murray. No offense, Murray. I think that's Graves. They're mu- that much better. Yeah, they could put a run together where they end up going down this stretch with their only two, maybe three losses coming up. Two this week and one more left. Mm-hmm. They're good. I think what makes them tough to guard, honestly, and we sort of say this is a joke, like, well, it's kind of a headache because you never know where your points are going to come from. They don't care at this point. Right. Because they know they've got eight that can do it. I mean, legit eight. I think it makes them tough because I think you can say, you can go into a game and go, you know what, though? Neely Jackson's really the one we got to key in on. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Anna Whitaker's burning you. Or Autumn Harris uh, is burning you. Or... Uh, uh, Morgan Morgan Alexander, who comes off the bench, who has already scored twenty points and this how do you, year. How do you like, defend that? Like, like, how do you defend? You key in and go. We're going to take these two or three out of the game, knowing that that's really all you're going to take out of the game. Right. As good as Marshall is, there's only two or three that uh, on each team they're going to really affect defensively. Mm-hmm. And then it's those other. But you got to. You never know which game it is. Mm-hmm. That's my point. You know. Maybe by looking at an overall aggregate of the season, like, well, you know, really Neely's their better player, and, and Morgan when she comes off the bench. But you never know that game who's going to be good. Right. So I don't think – look, I love my Lady Eagles. I don't think they're beating Marshall County on Friday night. It would be awesome to see it, just to see them get that record. I know how much it means to them to have that start. Um, and I think it's good for the region. Oh, absolutely. No offense, I, well, Marshall County. If they do that, they're unseeding Marshall as the top you. team in the region. Yeah, now that gives us a little intrigue as we go mm-hmm. forward. Um, I mean, we've, I, we've thought from the beginning, from the preseason on, yeah. this was Marshall's show to lose. But like, I think, it's Marshall and everybody else, but now Graves all of a sudden is making you question that a But if Graves little. can throw a little bit of a scare into Marshall, even in a loss. Yeah, let's say it's a five-point, you know, ten-point even. Ten? I, I would even go so far as saying if they lose ten to fifteen. Mm-hmm. I still think that in the back of... In the back of Graves' mind goes, hey, we're in it. Right. There's not that much separation. We can play with them. And in Marshall's mind, maybe they realize, hey, this is we got to come to play against them. Right. So, good for them. Um, but here's the thing. I'm not overlooking McCracken tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nor should they. It took, a, it took a weird – now, we played terrible in that game. Mm-hmm. We turned the ball over more in that game than they have the entire rest of the season. I think we're better than McCracken as far as more depth and more options and, and defensively a little bit better. 
But McCracken's certainly a team that can beat Graves and, and has already proven that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not overlooking McCracken at all. They've got the two of the better players on the court. I think tomorrow night gives us a better indication of where both those programs are, mm-hmm. more so than Graves Marshall on Friday. All right. Everybody good? I'm happy. We good? What a show. We still haven't given CCA any credit. Yeah, we could do really? a whole other show today. We still haven't really talked. Oh, Hickman's having a couple of mm-hmm. woes here. Oh, mm-hmm. Carlisle's sort of surging back. We'll get into that tomorrow. Until then, hope you've enjoyed it. Stay safe, everybody. Go get your rowboat to get home, whatever you got to do. Just uh, be smart, be safe. We'll talk tomorrow. This has been Region 1 Sports. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.